Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 85. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Caleb Maddox, and this is Matt Maddox. And if you want to hit your next level, then you should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast with my boy, Travis Chapel. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, Build Your Network is supported by CastBox, the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on iOS and Android. CastBox has over 50 million free episodes that more than 10 million users download and listen to wherever, whenever. And now for all Build Your Network listeners, once you've downloaded the CastBox app, click Go Premium and enter promo code 90 days to get three free months of premium features. Head on over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download CastBox now. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's awesome guests, Matt and Caleb Maddox. Matt Maddox is a master sales trainer, consultant, and CEO of Maddox Publishing, is a successful international speaker and master motivator. He has hosted over 120 live events with as many as 32,225 registrants. During past events, Maddox has shared the stage with some of the greats in the world, such as Kevin Harrington, Gary Vaynerchuk, Jack Canfield, Darren Hardy, and Glenn Twiddle. In conjunction 
obsession with traveling as a motivational speaker. Matt is the founder of Maddox Publishing, My Health Coach, and Maddox Missions. He's also the author of best-selling books, How You Can Have It All, and Just Juice It. Matt is best known for his life strategies along with his sales and marketing success, but he is most proud as the father of 15 or 16-year-old, excuse me, celebrity superstar speaker, Caleb Maddox. Caleb is a 16-year-old entrepreneur, author, social media influencer, and the world's number one success and entrepreneurship mentor for kids. He's the author of eight books, including Keys to Success for Kids and How to Have Unstoppable Confidence. Maddox has made over $300,000 already and has impacted millions of people in the process. And he created the number one movement for kids who want to be successful called Summa Success. Caleb has been voted in the top 20 most motivational influencers on the planet and the top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. And he's been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, Inc. Magazine, Success Magazine, Fox News, and Entrepreneur. He's also shared the stage and connected with the likes of Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, Russell Brunson, Kevin Harrington, Darren Hardy, Jake Paul, Grant Cardone, and many other influencers. Maddox is passionate about impacting kids, homeless, and single mothers, and he's been on over 53 mission trips and is the co-founder of the nonprofit and movement Maddox Missions. Caleb, Matt, thank you guys so much for coming to the show today. I know you guys get a ton of these inquiries, so I'm excited that you guys chose to be on the show. I know that was a mouthful of an intro, but if you can expound just a tad, <laughs> give us a little bit more and tell us what you're most excited about right now. Well, the first thing I'll start by saying is, man, I'm very honored to be on the podcast right now because I know you were interviewing a whole bunch of legends and power players and honored to be on the podcast, let alone just be in contact with you. You know, we got to hang out with you in Las Vegas and hear you speak at Cole uh, Hatter's Mastermind, you know, the Thrive Connect. And like just after your speech, we listen to a lot of speakers on a consistent basis with all the events we go to, all the people that have us come out. And like, honestly, you stood out. And that night we were talking about you and your speech. So awesome stuff you're doing honored and i'll let my dad appreciate go and tell us yeah, about him that. and then i'll answer myself as well go ahead pop yeah absolutely well we're most excited about doing right now is something that keeps us awake at night and causes us to wake up early we get to publish people's books but there's a lot of people out there that write books but we take people a step further. We show them how to take their book and turn it into a business. So not only do we get to publish amazing stories and change people's life by giving them their first book, it's almost like a doctor you know, handing the baby to the mom. Like It feels amazing to be able to cause someone's dream come true by writing a book. But what we most love is the fact that we can show them a step-by-step -step process on how to make money with their book and how to take their book and build their brand and their business. And all of our authors end up getting paid speaking gigs. We're helping them build coaching businesses. And uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, guys, I mean, that's our number one focus right now. You know, we do a lot of different things, own tech companies, own clothing lines, stuff that people don't even know about, which is, which is <laughs> kind of hard. But Maddox Publishing has become a, an insane focus for us right now. It's about the impact of, of what we're doing there. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun. We're blessed every single day. We get to do what we love doing while impacting people in the process, and it's a super cool thing. And by the way, you said eight books in the bio because that's who we sent you over. It's actually nine books I've written now, and that's my encouragement to you guys. Live a life so amazing that every single day you're having to change your bio. Oh, that's you're good. Doing, you're doing new things. So there's the first <laughs> yeah. nugget for the review. Number one nugget. Yeah, yeah. It's first of many, yeah. So take it back pre-Maddox Publishing. How did you get into that? What were the steps? Was it something that it was just like, hey, we wrote a book, we could publish this, or was it like... Was it born out of necessity or was it like, this is, we got to do this. We got to tackle this. Well, we have a passion to stop bullying 
And we saw not only is there bullying in our schools, but there's bullying in the publishing industry. And we got tired of watching good people get bullied by all these publishers, making them feel like failures and making them feel like writing a book would take two years. And, you know, you got to check into a cabin and ignore your family and, you know, all this crazy stuff. So we did it out of like saving people from the bully, you know, and not only that. We've written 18 books together. We know the process can be fun. And we wanted to take away the stress. And way too many people way overthink writing their book. And they get bogged down by the details. And they believe all these lies they've been told. So we're here to rescue them. We're like the lifeguard. We're like the healing doctors. We really want to show people the power of a book and how a book can get you into any room. The book is the new business card. And just watching Caleb write his first book at age 12 when we first started. It was a nightmare trying to find the right editor, the right cover design, how to come up with the right title, how to organize the book. So this keeps a lot of people from actually moving forward. And thankfully, Caleb wrote his first book. And once we mastered the process, we're like, you know what? It would be unethical for us not to share this amazing experience with other people. That was honestly where it came from because, you know, we write a book a month now. I do for my company, Summa Success. I literally write a book every single month. So that's why, you know, every single month, the number continues to increase. And we forgot the process. And, you know, this is something that maybe, you know, I believe this. There's more, you know, my dad always has told me this growing up. He's my number one mentor. There's more that's caught than there is that's taught. So we're going to teach a lot of things in the interview, but we're also going to throw a lot of things out there so that you guys can pick up on that as well. Don't just think about what we're directly saying, but like catch little nuggets. But like one thing that we do every single morning we wake up is we say, how can we provide the most value to the world today. Like, what can we do with our service? We got on the phone with our team, all of Team Maddox, all of our salespeople, all that. And we straight up ask, what can we do today that's going to make an insane difference in someone's life? And we wake up every single morning with that mindset. And one day we were sitting down and saying, what can we do that's really going to make an insane impact? And we started thinking about our life and how a book changed my life, got me into, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger invited me over to his house, hanging out with Sylvester Stallone, all these things that's happened, uh, being on national television in front of 8 million people, all things that's happened since my first book, just thinking, like, what if we could help other people write their book? So really, it, it came out of a straight up value play, wondering how could we provide the most value? And like, you know, our friend Tony Robbins talks about the secret to living is giving. And like when he was 20 years old, his number one focus was how do I provide more value to the world than any other human being? And when that's your focus, it's impossible not to win. OK, understand one of my favorite things to look at is the word intention. When your intentions are right, you end up having success. When your intentions is to make an impact, to make a difference and to provide value, things usually start to happen. Mm-hmm. So don't expect to have a million dollar income if you're providing $100 value. Yeah. Be focused on providing that value to the world and the rest will come. And that's why we've been blessed to be creating a multi, multi-million dollar Matic publishing company. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. 
You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. So question for you here, Matt, because I know everybody listening that doesn't already know you guys is going to be thinking this. What was the process in parenting that enabled Caleb to have the mindset that he has, even at 12 years old, to write a book? My dad tried to instill a lot of this kind of stuff in me when I was a kid, but I hated reading. I hated writing. I just wanted to be out playing basketball. What did you do to shift his mindset from saying like, look, these things are going to matter later on in life and you should focus on these things right now? Well, first of all, great questions, Travis. And you know, I want to echo what Caleb said, dude. We loved your speech in Vegas, man. You Thank motivated you. me, man. It was so powerful. I looked over to Caleb. I was like, dude, that's some gold right there. So thank you for that. Travis, you know what? Honestly, let me keep it very simple for everyone listening. I had the privilege of getting into personal growth at a young age. And my son was so extremely shy and insecure. And I knew that the only way out was personal growth and building his confidence. And so honestly, I literally took away his video games and I very much limited any TV or movie time. And I want to tell all the parents, it's whatever you put in your kids' minds, whatever you expose to them is what's going to come out. And so I started having Caleb watch Tony Robbins every day. I paid him $20 for every success book that he read and would give me a report on. And I'd say, okay, here's all the video. And literally, so he grew up every day watching Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Brian Tracy, Wayne Dyer, you know, every day, literally feeding his mind, plus me as the parent, learning with him, us doing it together and talking every day. What'd you learn from this book? What about this story? And then I would have him study Olympic athletes, great athletes like Michael Jordan, you know, and Derek Jeter and people like that. So just nonstop studying the greats transformed his mindset, his energy and his confidence, Travis. And so as a result of him doing so much personal growth, you know, I taught him, you got to make a transition from just consuming to creating. So now it's time to create. Mm -hmm. You consumed all this stuff. And that's what motivated him at the age of 12 to write his first book. And it's 100% his words. I didn't, as a dad, ghost write it or put in stuff. It was his words. And it was a result of his experience of going from extremely shy to having unstoppable confidence. His experience about how he made money as a kid, just his mindset, discipline, focus, respect. Those things are kind of what got it going. Yeah. So I was just talking to a couple of people about this the other day. I was telling them that you guys were coming on my show and I was telling them a little bit about Caleb and the impressive resume he has as a 16 year old. And 
really just as a person, like forget the fact that you're 16. You are like, even if you were 40, it would still be impressive, you know? So I was kind of bragging on you a little bit. And some of the people were just like, well, you know, some people are just born that way. They have that confidence or they have this or that. And I was like, well, I don't think that's what it was. I think that it was something that you really had to work on. I look back like with me too. And I remember the first couple of times I got up on stage and how horribly nervous I was and couldn't even talk and get words out. And so Caleb, now you went from like a really shy little kid. So I want you to talk about that. But I also want you to talk about how you can have that unstoppable confidence. Now that you've written a book on it and you're speaking on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people literally several times a year. What was that transition like for you on your end going through like having your dad mentoring you through that whole process? Was that something that used to resent him for or did that was it always something yeah. you were happy to do? You know, because I know as a little kid, it's got to be like intimidating to like, you know, like what you guys were talking about at Thrive, order from the waitress and do all these little things. So was that something that like made you almost resent him at the beginning or were you always happy for it? Talk us through that process. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think there's three words I want to start off with to, to answer this question. And these three words is like, you know, you know, you always see these people doing Instagram quotes and stuff, right? Let's imagine this is one. This is one that probably wouldn't get thousands of likes, but it's one of the most true quotes I could ever give. Three words, three simple words. Don't be soft. <laughs> hmm. Don't be soft. One of the number one ways that I went from being extremely shy to having unstoppable confidence was that my dad never allowed me to not believe I wasn't, like, not believe I was confident. He forced me to think that I was confident. He made me act that way even whenever I wasn't. You know, I remember as eight years old, this is still whenever I was going through my whole confidence thing. And my dad used to do a lot of speaking and, you know, he was, that's the thing. He spoke on stages before in front of 17,000 people, unbelievable things he's done. And one of the times he was giving a speech, there's probably 200 people in the audience. And he told me, he said, Caleb, I want you to come up and speak for five minutes before me. And I was like, dad, no, no, I don't want to. He's like, you know what? No, I'm going to force you to do it. So he said, okay, I'll do it. And next thing you know, I'm like, okay. And I was literally weeping and crying. And like most parents, when their kid's crying, they'd be like, okay, well, maybe you're not ready to speak yet. My dad made me do it. Caleb Maddox, come up on stage. So I went up on stage, talked for three minutes. I literally cried and I went and hid under a piano. (laughs) Like that's literally what I did, right? I ran off stage. And most parents, they'd be like, oh, you know, he cried, he embarrassed in front of all these people. He's done, right? Yeah. But the next week, my dad made me speak again. And he made me speak again and made me speak again. And then anytime, you know, we'd be in line at a show. My dad would make me go up and talk to people. See, he pushed me out of my comfort zone. Now, obviously that was easier for me because my dad, I've never met someone more encouraging more loving, more caring than my dad. Literally, all he ever said to me was encouraging stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he wasn't just going to be easy on me. He made sure to push me out of my comfort zone. And that's what really gave me the breakthrough and got me to where I am. Even when we were at Grant Cardone's office, I remember, I love this story because it, it cracks me up. It literally blew my mind whenever it happened. I was at Grant Cardone's office and Grant was interviewing me for his show, Power Players, which was super cool because he he's interviewed billionaires and all the top of people. Yeah, and he, yeah. he said, I'm a power player. So he interviewed me on the show and I had just launched a business two days before I went on Grant's show. So I still didn't have a pitch yet. You know, it says salesperson. I didn't have a pitch. And Grant's like the sales, you know, he's all about sales. Right, he's you know, right. you know, you have your pitch. I told my dad in the car while we were driving from Tampa to Miami and we were in the car and I was like, dad, what if he asked me to do my pitch live on the interview? I don't know what to say. I don't have a pitch yet. What am I going to do? And my dad was like, oh, I'm sure he won't ask you. Okay. So I'm laughing. I thought, okay, good, good, good. You made me feel good. And next, you know, I get halfway through the interview. Grant hadn't mentioned the pitch yet, but my dad spoke up behind the camera and said, Caleb. <laughs> Give Grant Cardone your pitch. <laughs> and oh, I was God. like, I can't believe it. 
I was shocked. I cannot believe my dad, my dad made just me threw me under the bus like that. He threw me. Yeah. He said to me, he probably won't ask you. All but these inside, Facebook lives are going. Knew, yeah, all these Facebook. There's like 5,000 people on what yeah, Facebook Live. There's like all these so people funny. watching. And the whole sales team's in there. And my dad's like, he was the one that made me do that. So I think he was always pushing me out of my comfort zone. In the yeah. moment, I didn't like it. But in the day, now I look at it and you have to go through the pain to get to the prize, right? That whole right, thing. You have right. to pay the price to get to the prize is the, is the thing. So understand, way too many people are in their comfort zone. You got to get out of it. Hmm. You know, look at the word comfort. What is that? Like imagine like a comforter when you're in bed. That means you're under the comfort. It means you're asleep. Yeah. Like, you know, if you have dreams, you can't be asleep. You need to wake up and work. You have to go after it yeah. and do those things. And my dad never allowed me to believe I wasn't confident. So I just think it was it was that discipline and him forcing me to do things that I didn't want to do has gotten me to where I am now. There's so many insights there that we could really dive into, but we do need to move on the conversation because this is Build Your Network podcast where we talk about how to network, how to build relationships with people. And I know that this is kind of a word that has a really negative connotation to it. And that's part of the reason why I have this podcast because I want it to not be that way. I want people to understand that there is so much value behind building real genuine relationships and stuff like that. So you guys obviously have a fantastic circle. Just reading off a portion of the names that you've been able to connect with and speak with and get to know over the last few years, anybody would know that you have a fantastic circle. So the way I always get this conversation started off, and you guys can do whatever you want with this question, if both of you want to answer it or answer it together, however you want to do it. But I always kick off the conversation with this question. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I think it's equal, but it's definitely, you got to know, first of all, you'll never get to know the who if you don't know the what of how to do it. You know, Hmm. what's the secret? What's the secret of really connecting the powerful people or influencers or celebrities or even clients or potential clients? So Hmm. I think they're important. I understand what people say. It's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's not true. They're both important. So I'm shocking the audience with a little different twist, but definitely (laughs) the who you can't survive without the right connections. You can't even grow a business or build a movement or do big things without connections. So I think they're equally important, my friend. Mm. So I would say I would give the same answer. They're just about equal, but because you asked me questions, I don't want to just say equal. I guess if I had to choose, I would say it's what you know for only one reason. That's because when you have a hunger to learn, first of all, that's going to help you get more connections. But when you learn, you listen to stuff like this, right? You listen to your secrets that you're probably giving on the podcast about networking, stuff of that nature. When you learn how to do it the right way, mm-hmm. you learn some of the secrets. At that point, you can connect and be with anybody you want. When you understand how to look at this person, say, I want to meet them and like make it happen. I think that's powerful. So I think who you know is more important on a business aspect, but what you know is going to get you the people like who you know. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. They yeah. yeah, they both will breed the other. You know, so like if you focus a lot on your what, your who will grow. You focus a lot on your who, your what will grow because you get around the people that know the things that you need to know, all that kind of stuff. So in this new era, this new digital era where an entrepreneur can launch a shoe line like Gary Vee did and actually make money on it where people, you know, that normally would have zero influence now have mega influence. How much more important is it based on the law of association for you to be around those kinds of people? Yeah, personally, I think I think it's key. Honestly, one of the most powerful things you can do is associate with celebrities, influencers, and powerful people for a couple reasons. Number one, 
it absolutely skyrockets your credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever I'm sitting here, I'm 16. There's someone watching the podcast who's never heard of me before because I get a message every single podcast I ever do. Like, I had no clue who you were mm-hmm. when I was first watching you. I was like, what can I learn from a 16-year-old? And then <laughs> I guarantee you, whenever I mentioned, like I was in Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, people think differently. People right. associate who you're with. But exact same time, it's the energy that you pick up on when you're with those successful people. Like just being in a room with billionaires, it changes your mindset that, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the like, mm-hmm. Dean James, Thrive Connect, multi-billionaire, like just being around him, that like that enhances me. Being on stuff with you, like being with, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, Tony Robbins, those people, the energy that you get from it and the knowledge. Yeah, I think that's the game. Yeah. Awesome. You have anything to add to that, Matt? Yeah, I think it's important to understand that being around these people, they don't say a lot, but you can learn a lot by listening and watching and studying their habits, their mannerisms. You know, you can learn a lot by what they don't say sometimes as much as you can as what they say. And we were with a billionaire and he's like, hey, I want you guys to come over, but I only have 30 minutes. And it led to six hours. And we're like, dude, the secretary kept coming in saying, you got an appointment. He said, cancel it. So anyways, we asked him at the end, you know, we're very grateful, but man, why'd you give us so much time? Yeah. He said, because the one thing you got to understand about billionaires is it's all about energy. When you get around people that have the right energy mm. and he said, you just got to go with that flow. And he's really big into that. And I'll tell you something that's very important when it comes to getting around the right people. It's not because you need a selfie with them. So all your friends can like it. It's so that you can tap into their energy and their flow and their mindset and their habits. And literally, it'll elevate you. Yes, it gives you a lot of positioning. Yes, it gives you a lot of credibility. But more important is who you become by associating with people that are influencers, celebrities, they're power. And I'm, it doesn't have to be a, a celebrity or an influencer to be an amazing, powerful right. person. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. It's and some true. of the greatest people we've ever met that have totally transformed our lives. Nobody knows who they are, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean they're any less. Right. Man, that's so that's so true. And something I've definitely found on this podcasting thing is that you'll have like this big interview coming up with an influencer and you get into the bulk of the conversation and it's just like the content's like, it's just not as good. And then you, you'll have somebody come on that's just no name and nobody knows who they are, yeah. but you'll just learn so much from them. And it's like, wow, that was such a fantastic interview. So yeah, I totally, totally agree with that hands down. Can you guys give us any tips? I'm interested to hear your answer to this question because this is something that I, it's something I've just recently been asking people. But when I find myself in these like situations when you're talking to a lot of people and you have that like one or two people at, the, at this networking event or conference or just at Starbucks or whatever it is that just is like sucking value from you. Do you have any tips for getting out of that conversation? Ooh, okay. I like it. You took a spin. Getting out of the conversation. Get out. I like it. I'll let you go first. What you got? What you got? Well, I mean, I think it goes like this. You know, if it's somebody who has poverty mindset, they're negative, or you can just tell that they're they're trying to like suck everything from you. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we believe in just coming from a place of just honestly, hey, I've enjoyed this chat, but I need to move on. I wish you the best. Just look them in the eye and be very frank with them. Don't Mm. fluff and be like, oh, I need to go get a drink. You know, just tell them the truth. Say, hey, I've enjoyed connecting with you. I wish you nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. Keep up the good work. I got to go. But there's a lot of people in here type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then just understand that no matter what, even if you, are you talking about people that like are negative or are you talking about people that just negative? Yeah, yeah. No, like people that are like super positive and they just want to be around you. I think that's a different story. I'm talking about people that are just like, 
they come up to you, they try to brag on themselves for 30 minutes, and then they try to have this ask at the end that doesn't go along with anything that you do. And they're just, you can tell that they're just trying, there's this hidden agenda, they're sucking value from you. And yeah. there's like nothing okay. at all in this conversation that is good for you at that point. What do you do? I think the first thing you got to do is, here's the, you got to care about people, mm-hmm. but sometimes like you got to understand. You got to guard your time too. Yeah, you, gotta, you have yeah. to guard your time. I dip as quickly as possible in those situations. We know a lot of, you know, celebrities that we've had, you know, because we get really close with these celebrities and stuff of that nature. I can't mention their name, but there's one person who uh, anytime that he is like in a situation, he's in a conversation and he wants to get out, he'll like look at his assistant and do this. And like the assistant will come up and like, and, like hey, you got something going on. <laughs> pro like tip that. right there. <laughs> yeah, pro tip. There goes. And for those of you listening, my- Caleb just tugged on his ear. That's so the guy tugs on his ear yeah. when he wants his assistant to come grab him out of conversation. That's hilarious. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, little signals like that. My dad and I have different stuff like that. You know, we'll figure out a way. I don't know. It's just being smooth, being respectful. But at the same yeah. time, you got to guard your time. That's the literally the most valuable asset. And I would actually argue not even your time. It's your energy. Yeah. Because yeah. time that, you know, you may spend four hours on a Sunday watching the Super Bowl, right? Like that wasn't a good use of your time, but it's, you know, your energy is good. You have fun, whatever that yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. Basically saying it's not even your time. It's the energy that they're sucking from you. Because I'll give seven hours to someone who I feel has good energy. Mm-hmm. But if someone that's not, you got to dip. Because yeah. that, that energy will And off. you got to evaluate. Is this a good person that just has never had a mentor? Is this somebody that's like, got, uh, you know, they and they just need, and I'll shoot them straight. I'll say, listen, because I care about you and I really <laughs> believe you have the goods. Let me give you a little helpful tip in the future. I'm not offended, but I'm going to tell you most people will be. And I want to coach you real quick here. And I want to show you what you should do anytime you're in a situation like this. And I do that a lot if I Mm. sense that they're good people. You know, if I know it's a good person, he just, you know, he hadn't been coached or mentored or maybe he didn't have a dad in his life, somebody that really just sat him down and helped him. I'll do that. You know, because I believe that's a part of our responsibility mm-hmm. is to just yeah. be someone that totally always gives mm-hmm. and uh, good things will come to you when you do. Yeah. So, okay. Now talking a little bit about all of this, how do you, so if you're listening to this right now and you just got this insight from these influencers that like, oh man, I hope I'm not that person that's annoying people. What's your advice to that person? Like, so when you're talking to that person, like, Matt, how do you go into that conversation? Like, what would your advice be to avoid that the next time you're at an event or something? Well, you know, first things first, you always approach with confidence and you always approach with true, true, authentic, just nature. They can always tell, you know, they didn't become who they are without by being dumb. They can read people. Mm-hmm. Most people that are very successful can read people. Mm-hmm. And what's been helpful for us is I'll say you never apologize for approaching them because that's automatically a sign of somebody that's either got poverty thinking or insecurity. Mm-hmm. So always approach with confidence, you know, shake their hand. And ask a unique question. Don't overfan, you know, of course, all of them have egos. That's why they are where they are, because, you know, yeah. you know, some of them. They're good. Like, they, <laughs> exactly. So it's okay to give a compliment, but let it be a unique compliment. Let it be something that makes you stand out that you're different. Ask a question that shows interest and then say, listen, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but here's what happens for us. We've never had anybody push us away. Because our questions are unique and there's truly like a passion and, and the ability to show interest yeah. and really, really connect with that person. I think that would be my best advice for people that are going in networking. And I guess we're dealing with more power, but even in like a regular networking situation, yeah, yeah. look, you're right. You should never talk about yourself. 
unless they ask you a question, keep it brief, make it more story based mm -hmm. and, you know, make it unique, of course, but keep it brief. That's, get that's them key. talking. That's key. If you're going to talk about yourself, make them make you, you know what I'm saying? Make mm -hmm. like that, you know, they'll ask you a question. That's if they don't ask you a question, then it's just trying to be about them. You ask them questions. And I'll give you guys three words. Three words is confidence, respect, and hunger. Those are three words that I really value with networking. Approach people with confidence. Honestly, one of my least favorite things is when people approach me and they feel like, you know, I appreciate it because I feel like, you know, it makes me feel good or like, you know, they revere me or what, however you could put it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I usually don't try to have too long of conversations with people that are acting super insecure that are like, oh, you know, I respect your time. I, you know, they kind of drop too low. Mm -hmm. So have yeah. confidence. And like go up, you know, I was, uh, we were downstairs yesterday and some guy was like, oh my gosh, Caleb Maddox. And he wanted a photo and I was willing to talk with him for like a good 10 minutes or so, yeah. but he literally like cut it off in a minute because he was like, I know you got to go. And then he kind of like walked away. Just like have that confidence and understand hmm. they're humans. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Steve Sims who was at Thrive Connect. He's yeah. played basketball with Elon Musk before. And I love how he talks about how he beat Elon Musk in basketball. And I just think that's so funny because you think about it, it's because Elon Musk has his things that he's good at. And then there's things that he's not good at. So meaning like every single celebrity influencer, they're usually good at one or two things, just like you're usually good at one or two things. We're all mm -hmm. humans at the end of the day. So yeah. have that confidence and don't feel like I don't deserve to be at this person. Yeah, yeah. Walk into, and then that's the second word is the word respect. Have confidence, but still have respect. Don't, don't be arrogant. Don't try to act like you're better than them. You know, I, I hear all these people talking about positioning and I love that. But at the exact same time, no matter how long I talk to Michael Jordan, and no matter how much I try to position myself, Michael Jordan's not going to view me higher than him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exact same thing. Have respect and like understand, you know, you still are and like respect their time. Mm -hmm. You can sense right. they're trying to leave, then do that. You know, yeah. just respect, have that mutual respect for them. And third thing's hunger. One of the number of things we look for when we're networking with people is who asks us the most questions? Who's the hungriest to learn? And that's one thing that my dad's super good at. And that's why people absolutely uh, love to connect with them. And I'm part of the reason why people talk long, but usually my dad's the reason why the guy goes from 30 minutes to six hours because <laughs> my dad has so many questions. And it's like, so like people, these people want to give their content. They want to give value yeah. to people. Yeah. When you ask a lot of questions, it's like a different thing. So don't be talking about yourself. Have like an insane hunger to learn. And usually they'll see that in you. That's so, so funny. People can sense that, Travis. They really can sense that you're not just asking the question just because it's a formality. They can yeah. say, really want to know. You're really interested. Right. And I say that's networking 101. We could talk all day about networking because we love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that you guys say that. When I've been, I've worked a couple of events for John Lee Dumas, and yeah. it's so funny to me. Like, I'll be standing there. I just volunteered to like work his booth for him just to connect with him a little bit more. And so I'll just be selling his Freedom and Mastery journals. And I'll see people come up to him throughout the entire event that are wanting to connect with them. And they'll literally just take 10 minutes, their entire five or 10 minutes, and just talk about themselves and what they've I, done. And it's yeah. just like, do you realize you're standing in front of somebody that could really help you, that could really add some value to your life, and all you're doing is talking? Like, stop talking. Shut up. Really? Have that respect for John Lee Dumas' time and ask some questions because the dude knows his stuff. Stop feeling like you have to like puff up your chest and like be a freaking peacock to, in order for people to respect you. That's not how it is. If you're good enough, he's going to hear about you down the road anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, don't, like, you don't have to go up to somebody as soon as you see it. Like the first time that I saw Grant Cardone in an event, I did not go up and introduce myself. 
And a lot of networkers, quote unquote networkers would get mad at me for that. But I knew that it was a bad time. There were like three other people that were taking pictures with them. If I went up to them, it would have been like, hey, take a picture with me. Here's three seconds, never, and then like not see you again. So I knew that there was a better way for me to be able to do that and a, a better way for me to be introduced to him. And so it was just patience with saying, you know what? Today's not the only day that I have the opportunity to meet Grant Cardone. <laughs> like another opportunity is going to come and it did come. And now the introduction was from his wife, Elena, after she was on my show and already had a lot of respect for me and loved me. So that introduction is way more powerful than me running up to him at an event and saying, Grant, Grant, take a picture with me. So I think exactly what you guys are saying. We're totally on the same page with that. I believe it should be like 70, 20, 10. 70% should be them talking. 20% should be you asking questions and 10% should be you interjecting. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a good formula. Way too many people, it's the opposite. 70% them talking, <laughs> 20% them talking, 10% them talking. You yeah. know, it's like straight up, exactly. you know. That's huge. That's exactly. huge. Well, cool. We're running out of time here. We got to move on to the last segment here, which is something I like to call the random round. Just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. I'll give you guys both time to answer. So, you ready? Ready. Ready. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? I would have been an athlete, yeah, like, like straight up, because I wanted to be the shortstop for the Yankees like my whole life. Mm. But then like my book blew up and all this happened, so I had to kind of be like, do I want to be a professional baseball player? Do I want to be a professional entrepreneur, speaker, all that stuff? Yeah. So I'd probably be an athlete or something like that. Yeah, I would have probably owned some kind of like high-end restaurant and been like a chef or something like that. Right. You said That's random. I mean, anybody can say that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> all right. If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? For some reason, I don't know why, this has been my thing. I would like to sit down with Martin Luther King only because I'm so impressed with how he got built such a movement while also the exact same time there was no social media and stuff of that nature. That just fascinates me. I can see somebody doing it now with social media, but I would love to, to kind of pick his brain about that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I literally was going to say that as well because of his ability to lead a movement without social media and without technology, you know, the internet at least. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I would love to sit down with Napoleon Hill because I, lo I so love too. his work. I would ask him questions that nobody else would ask him. How do you like... Yeah, exactly. There's so many more people you can choose from. So How do you like to consume content? Books, blogs, podcasts, or videos? Yeah, I'm big into immersion. I tell people, I tell, teach my son, there's a few books that I want you to read 30 times to 50 times. And so for us, you know, we go deep into training. You know, I'll watch it. I like doing YouTube videos, books, and then I like podcasts, but I mainly stick with YouTube and books myself. Yeah. Because I'm homeschooled, uh, I do like two hours a day of school, basically. Okay. And then the other four that I usually be in school, my dad usually tries to get me doing like personal growth, stuff of that nature. Okay. So we have multiple courses that we're invested in, reading, podcasts, YouTube, all that stuff we, we kind of dive into, just getting the knowledge. What is one of the books that you recommend him to read 30 to 50 times, Matt? Dude, for sure. I sat him down with uh, Russell Brunson's book, Com Secrets. And I held it in front of him. Now, when he was in baseball, he read The Science of Hitting about 30 or 40 times because it's the best book in the world baseball. for baseball players. So any baseball kids, listen closely because he was trained under some major league baseball players. But I sat him down. I held the book up and I said, listen, you're not allowed to read any other book till you've read this at least three times. I want you to memorize it in 10 languages. I want to be able to wake you up in the middle of the night, ask you a question, and you give me the answer. And then I said the same thing with expert secrets. So I wanted him to go deep into the concepts because I really believe Russell wrote two masterpieces right there. Okay. And I think too many entrepreneurs dabble. And I think that's why they never really break through. 
So for me, Caleb's read a lot of books because I had him reading one book a week, but I slowed it down and I chose like about five books. And I said, I want you to read these at least 30 times. And I'm not kidding. I really mean like 30 times each. I want you to really go deep into them. So yeah, Think and Grow Rich was one of them. Success Principles, one of them. Dotcom Secrets, Expert Secrets. Yeah, all those, those good ones. Give us a glimpse of your guys' morning routines. Morning routine. So first things first. You want to go first? I'll let you drop. Okay. First things first. I always teach people, be moving at least 10 minutes after you wake up. So for us, it's either rollerblading because we live right downtown, swimming, bike riding, running, and then, of course, yoga as well. Did we cut out? And then also, the next thing we do is we you know, obviously go to the gym and we lift weights because we love doing that first thing in the morning write down our goals and do our routines, our habits, as far as like, you know, meditation, visualization, role playing. Our number one routine in the morning for our business is at least 30 minutes to an hour of role playing. That's our favorite time of the day. That's where we grow the most as far as in our sales and whatever. And then really after that, it's just going about doing our to-do list. Yeah. If you want to add something, Caleb? Usually with the, with the whole day, what we try to do is, you know, some that we've been working on lately and I really like it. We were sitting down with a, a billionaire, the 28 year old billionaire. He was talking about 30 minutes, went turned to six hours. Um, and I asked him how to become a billionaire, break it down like the path. And he was like, it's very simple. Every day you need to set goals and every day wake up and say, what are five things I can do today? That's going to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And every day do those five things. That's not one of our you know mentors, John Maxwell. He talks about that of like, if you woke up every morning and there was a tree and you just hit it five times every day, eventually that tree is going to fall. So for us, we usually sit down and say, what are the five things we can do today? Do those five things. Next day, five things. Boom, 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 boom. And just get that done. So that's- He said, never have more than five things on your to-do list. Hmm, wow. That was from a billionaire. So anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do they know? Yeah. What do they know, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is your go-to pump-up song? Ooh, that's, that's a good one. I like a guy named Russ. He's like an up-and-coming like, rapper type of thing. So I like him. What's yours? I'm curious. Dude, I'm old school, man. I go with the eye of the tiger. Yeah, I knew it was oh, There you go. It's old school. I grew up on Rocky, so it still gets me, man. And there's another one called uh, Remember This by NF, and that's a really good one. It's powerful. He's like talking about if he was going to die, he's like, remember this, and tells his whole thing. It's, well, it's Caleb's cool. an old soul. He's a closet Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I love Frank no Sinatra and Dean it. Martin and all those guys yeah. there, too. The crooners back in the day, yeah. Those aren't exactly what I put in my ears when I go to the gym, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Usually not at the gym, but when yeah. I'm walking, it's not. Yeah, yeah. What are you not very good at? Singing, dancing, stuff like that. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's funny because we'll be at events and I'll be speaking. You know, I'll speak one day yeah. in front of like 3,000 people. And then they'll ask me to come and dance on stage as like a joke or whatever. I literally like hyperventilate. Can't I can't do it. <laughs> I probably will take dance lessons or something because I just need to know at events and stuff. But dude, I, I just like, I can speak in front of thousands oh, of people, but like dancing and like hula hoop or whatever, something that's out of my element, I like shut down. So probably that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can vouch for the uh, can't dance part. But actually, can But that's roasted. I mean, I can't. I mean, I just get, I don't know. For me, it's golf. I just, okay. I, I, I don't like golf. Yeah. I'm not that good. Yeah. It's, I have a like, love-hate relationship with golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just get everything wrapped up here, guys. What is one place online where we will be able to find you guys the most? So I'll let him go in a second, but I would say the first thing for me is on Instagram, at Caleb Maddox on Instagram, just my name, C-A-L-E-B-M-A-D-D-I-X. Send me a message. And even if you're like, if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, whatever it is, like if you're listening to the podcast, take a screenshot, you're watching on YouTube, take a picture of your screen, take a screenshot, whatever it is, and go to your Instagram story, post it on your story and mention me at Caleb Maddox. 
like that's a little hack with networking is everyone has their little platform. You know, Russell Brunson has his app that he uses to get a hold of him. There's mm-hmm. all these people, they have that secret thing. For some reason, one of my things is if you mention me in your story, I will see it every time. So mm-hmm. mention me on your Instagram story at Caleb Maddox, follow me. And I'll be following some of you guys back and shooting you guys some uh, some messages and connecting. Nice plug. I like that. So for me, I've mentored Caleb. I've been referred to as the ultimate mentor across the world because this has been a whole mentor relationship, not just being a dad. So I started a podcast called Mentor Moments. And basically, all day, every day, I'm dropping little mentor tips on Caleb about you know sales, marketing, business, whatever, networking. And so Caleb was like, Dad, this is too good. You got to share this. So basically, anytime I get an inspiration or I mentor Caleb in something, I'll pull out my phone and do my podcast, Mentor Moments. Just go to iTunes. Look, of course, all the social media, but definitely if you really want to get some practical mentorship, go to Mentor Moments on iTunes. Perfect. So for more of Matt Maddox and his awesome mentor moments, go check out his podcast, iTunes, whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. And then to go connect with Caleb, just pull up your Instagram feed and shoot him a message. Say what's up. That's actually, I think the first way that I connected with him. So he's very active on there and he'll message you back. So guys really appreciate your time. I know we're cutting it really close here. So thanks so much for coming on. I don't take your time lightly. Uh, It was a blast chatting with you guys. Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you. Keep doing the good things. And by the way, maddoxpublishing.com for anybody interested in that. Bro, you're awesome, man. And you guys are all lucky to be following my man, Travis. So keep up that action. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.